Eddie has a nicer butt than me. And I'm real disappointed about it. Hey, jelly. I was you jelly. jelly of that jelly? Yes, I was jelly of that jelly. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today, we're going to talk about the book Uglies by Scott Westerfield, narrated by Corinne Malbitron. Girl, that looks like Mont Bertrand. It probably is. Let's be real. And a special episode, we're going to also compare it to the narrator Emily Tremaine. Mm -hmm. So there's two different versions of this audiobook. There's one that was released prior, which we'll go through, and one that was released more recent. Mm-hmm. And the publisher of the original Kareen version was Recorded Books. And the publisher of Emily Tremaine's version is Simon & Schuster Audio. Kareen's audiobook was 12 hours and 19 minutes. And Emily's audiobook was 10 hours and 12 minutes. And the release date for Kareen's audiobook was April 8th, 2008. So pretty long ago. And Emily Tremaine's version was released July 14th, 2015. And the genre of uglies is new experiences, science fiction, and fantasy, and fiction. Mm. Ooh. Dystopian, too. Well, for our summary that was taken from Amazon, we have Tally lives in a world where your 16th birthday brings aesthetic perfection, an operation that erases all your flaws, transforming you from an ugly into a pretty real basic names right she is on the eve of this important event and cannot wait for her life to change as well as guaranteeing supermodel looks life as a pretty seems to revolve around having a good time but then she meets shay who is also 15 but with a very different outlook on life shay isn't sure she wants to be pretty and plans to escape to a community in the forest the rusty ruins where uglies go to escape turning Tally won't be persuaded to join her, as this would involve sacrificing everything she's ever wanted for a lot of uncertainty. When she's taken in for questioning on her birthday, however, Tally gets sent to the ruins anyway, against her will. Mm. The authorities offer Tally the worst choice she could ever imagine. Find her friend Shay and turn her in, or never turn pretty at all. What she discovers in the ruins reveals that there is nothing pretty about the transformations, and the choice Tally makes will change her world forever. I like what you said about ugly and pretty being basic names. Mm -hmm. There's nothing complicated about those names. Come on, Westerfield. I mean, at least it's not like some ridiculous terminology that we have to learn. That's true. That's true. So at least we we know going in that it's like, okay, if you're an ugly, that means that you're ugly. And if you're pretty, that means that you're really, really ridiculously good looking. Mm -hmm. I got used to it, so... Same. It was pretty easy to get used to because it was such a basic terminology and everything followed this, okay, pretty this, ugly this. Mm-hmm. And that's how it went. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of talk about the overall material of the book first before okay. we go hard on the comparison of these two narrators. Mm-hmm. Going head to head. Head to head. Audiobook battle royale. And unfortunately for our listeners, it's not Brittany versus Brad this time. Yeah, it is we are teamed up. We are teamed up. It's going to be Corrine, French name, versus Emily, French name. And Brad and Brittany, basic names. Let's talk about the overall material of this book. Okay. I really, really enjoyed the storyline. 
I think it was very well thought out. It was very well done. And I really enjoyed listening to the story and where it was going to go. Yes. I love the characters. I loved not really knowing who to trust at times throughout the book because there was a lot of characters that didn't outright betray people, but the main character was the one betraying people. Mm-hmm. And that made me think, oh, wow, I think there's going to be someone else that's going to turn on her even harder than she turned on them. And that allowed me to kind of be with the book and be present with the book and kind of not ever get bored with the material. Yeah. I 100% agree. There were times where I totally thought that something was going to happen where it got twisted all around and Tally wasn't actually the distrustful one. Mm -hmm. That it was going to turn out to be somebody else. And it really locked me in to Mm -hmm. the material. And one of my favorite things about this story was halfway through the book, I realized, do I really want to be ugly or do I want to be a pretty? Like I was honestly torn between wanting to be a pretty versus ugly, which is kind of rare to find in these dystopian books because you're either one or the other Mm -hmm. and if you ever think you want to be a part of the bad side you should be shot and killed my god (laughs) well that's what they do like kill them bad guys yeah except you don't know who the bad guys are which is another interesting turn to the Mm -hmm, book mm -hmm. and i have to agree there were times where i sat there and thought why doesn't Shay just want to turn pretty? What's mm-hmm. the big deal? They get to be pretty. She can still do her hoverboarding. She can still do everything else. And it wasn't until later in the book that we learned that there are things that happen that aren't necessarily disclosed. Mm-hmm. Let's just say the cons of being a pretty. Come out. Come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there are actually more cons than pros. And But I'm not going to lie. I still thought after the cons were came out, I was like, I really wouldn't mind being a pretty, though. It's kind of that age-old question of, would you rather be smart and sad or dumb and happy? Mm-hmm. So overall, the material was there for us, and we enjoyed the story. Yeah, and, and the, the world building was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved it. The fact that we're going to the Rusty Ruins, and then we're going back to Pretty Land, and what, are, yeah. what was it called? New New Pretty Town. New Pretty Town. It was just awesome that we were able to explore all these different areas and locations through our main protagonist. I totally agree. When there were the moments that Tally had to find her way through the Rusty Ruins and get to the the smokes and everything, I really could see where she was traveling through, what she was doing, how she was doing it. It was so clear to me, the picture mm-hmm. that I got in my head because of Scott's writing and the world that he created. Mm-hmm. And another thing about Scott's writing is... Not too often do you find a female lead in a story learn through her experiences. Yes. And I liked how one of the genre was new experiences. Mm -hmm. Because in the beginning, Tally wasn't against something from the get-go. She wanted to be something. She had dreams of being something. Everyone in her life was telling her to be something. And then all these things happen and she learns that maybe that's not the direction that I want to go into. Yeah. And I like seeing that in a character. Yeah. It was really, really, really great to see a main character actually evolve through a story. Because usually we come in on a story when the character wants to be how she is and she wants to be accepted exactly how she is. But with Tally, it was she was learning along with us. Mm -hmm. She was growing with us as Mm -hmm. well. And you just don't get that from a female lead. And if anything there was to compare it to which I think a lot of people might understand where I'm coming from with this, was Katniss Everdeen in Hunger Games. 
from the beginning, straight out the gate, Katniss was like, the Hunger Games are wrong. I'm going to fight against it and I'm going to prevail. The whole entire time, that's what I knew was going to happen. Yeah, except for the fact that Katniss actually uh, didn't want to be a leader and she just wanted to kind of crawl into a little hole and cry all the time. Mm-hmm. Comparing that to Tally. Yeah. We were able to just see her grow. Yeah. I really like that. It was really phenomenal to watch her go through her changes because, bringing it back to the Hunger Games, everyone around Katniss grows and evolves and changes. Mm-hmm. Except for Katniss. And they grow and evolve and cha- change because of Katniss. I think yeah. that was the point. But no, this is because of everyone else's presence, Tally's learning from them. Yeah. And they also learn from her as well. Mm-hmm. I just, overall, I really liked the source material here. Yes, I agree. So do we want to talk about the narrators a little bit? Please. Girl. We are going to have some disagreements with some of the people that have listened to this audiobook, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Because we have a different opinion and idea than I think what is is popular. Mm -hmm. We're like the uglies that don't want to be pretties right now. Yes, we are. All right, so let's talk about performance. We want to jump right into performance. I mean, we gonna jump right into performance. Mm, dang, I <laughs> thought we would. I thought we would lead off with tone, we but we're gonna go right into performance. We gonna talk about performance. Oh, it's performance time. <laughs> so break it down for me, for Kareen. All right. So when this book first started, I have to say that I was not a fan at all of her performance. Mm-hmm. I thought that her voice didn't really match the age that the characters would be. And I wasn't a fan of some of the voices that she chose for people like Shay. Mm. I didn't really connect to it. So I talked Brad into us getting the newer version mm-hmm. of Uglies narrated by Emily Tremaine. And I tried that one. Well, after listening to a few minutes of that, probably about three or four chapters of Emily's vocal work, I went back to Kareen's and I had a new appreciation for Kareen's mm-hmm. because I heard emotion and voices and an interest in the story that and, Emily did not have. And effort. Yeah. <laughs> a ton of effort. And it just blew me away. Mm-hmm. I suddenly didn't care that her voice didn't really match the ages that I had in my head because what did happen is that Kareen showed a level of love for the book mm-hmm. that I felt was not there with Emily. I couldn't agree with you more because I remember when we first started listening to this book, you started listening to it before me and you texted me and you said, oh my God, this narrator is horrible. We have to get the new version. And I said, oh, I didn't know the author re-recorded his audiobooks with a new person. That's awesome. So definitely let's go for the new version because who doesn't love a new version? Mm -hmm. And I listened to the sample on Audible of Emily and I thought that the sample was great. Mm -hmm. It was clear It had a higher quality. Her pacing was much better. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, why the heck not? Yeah, because when you have a new version, it's better recorded. The production is a lot better because Mm -hmm. it's new material that you're working with. New technology. New technology. It's just everything that you hope to be in a new recording. But Emily Tremaine bored me to death. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I started listening to this audiobook, I wanted to do half Emily and half Kareem. And the stopping point for me was chapter 25. 
first I listened to Emily's version because when you were telling me that you were really bored with the beginning and you weren't fond of Kareen, I was like, let me just try the ending of Kareen's narration. And when I started Emily, I was so bored. I kept getting distracted. I was just kind of overall like, what am I listening to? Why am I not getting hooked onto this book? I actually had to start this audiobook over four times. Oh my God. And that's why I ha- it took me so long to finish is because I was like, wait, this is not, I don't know what t- who's talking. I-, I was getting confused because that was the worst part about Emily's audiobook narration was she'd never used any voices that were different from her reading voice. Yeah, I got confused between Tally, Shay, David, and David's parents. Yeah. Why am I getting confused between 40 Mm -hmm. and 50-year-old characters and 16, 17 characters? Exactly. The only voice that she had a slight change to her narration with was the boss. Mm -hmm. And it was like this small, subtle, oh, hey, you're running away. You know, it was just very different than the other ones, but it wasn't that much different. And Boss wasn't a big character as he could have been, I guess. Yeah. Even though I wish he was because he seemed really cool and Mm -hmm. I liked what he did with the books. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I would take Kareen's low quality, gulping, long pausing, extra two hours over Emily's monotone, boring voice Mm -hmm. any day. I think that Emily had, she could have brought so much more to this reading. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why she didn't. She has the voice. She has the quality, the clear tone. She has everything to her. Yeah. And she just, she didn't. As a narrator, it's your job to take the listener into the book and into the world and allow us to see the characters right before us. I mean, if her point was to sound like my granny Mm -hmm. reading me a bedtime story, then yeah, you you hit your mark. I think even your grandma would do a better job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Kareen, she successfully made every city, every character, the smokes just build right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Emily couldn't even commit to consistent accents. No. Between when the middle pretties picked up Tally in the fields mm-hmm. to kind of help her out a little bit, mm-hmm. they had accents. They were described as having accents. No accents. No accents. It started off with a slight accent and then just, oh, the the side by side because Brad, like he said, listened to it half and half. I listened to it almost side by side. I kind of listened to a chapter and then I would pause. We were doctors, as began. Cosmetic surgeons, to be precise, Maddie said. We've both performed the operation hundreds of times. And I would go and listen to a chapter in Emily's reading. We were doctors, as began. Cosmetic surgeons, to be precise, Maddie said. We've both performed the operation hundreds of times. And I did that off and on throughout the entire book. There were so many differences and there were so many missed opportunities. Mm Mm-hmm. That it was sad Mm because this material is great. The material is wonderful. So let's talk about the narrator's interest in the story because you mentioned that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. I believe that was the turning point in the comparison between these narrators. Yeah. I felt like with Kareen at first, I couldn't get a good read on her interest at all. Mm -hmm. But then at some point she flipped it on and she was there. She showed up. Yeah. Maybe she realized, oh, wow, this is good material. Mm-hmm. But I thought with Emily, it was just, I'm going to read this book and I'm going to get a paycheck. 
I'm curious what the process was for making a new audiobook. Mm-hmm. Yes, the quality was different, but I'm I'm just wondering is it just us? Are we the only ones that hear these differences? I have no idea. You have to look past the quality of the original recording. Yeah, so what it has a little old crinkly sound to it. It incorporates more of her gulps and gasp you can hear page turning Mm -hmm. you can hear swallowing Mm -hmm. a little bit more Mm -hmm. but those are things that for this audiobook need to be overlooked because her performance is there for everything bottom line is is that kareen showed up she was there she was ready she gave it her all Mm -hmm. this is something that we have to touch on with the publishers i mean recorded books was Kareen's version back in 2008 where they like the big brand of publishers for audiobooks I mean now if you think about it with Emily's it's Simon and Schuster you know Simon and Schuster Mm -hmm. you've heard of that name you know that production quality is going to be there Mm -hmm. so that's another thing is we have to think about the time when the first audiobook was recorded with a not very known publisher to now well in 2015 with Simon and Schuster yeah that is a name that's a very good point we have to think of the timeline Mm mm-hmm So what did you think about um, with the transitions and the pausing between each character? We touched on Kareen's a little bit more with the production of the Mm -hmm. audiobook, but what did you think? I felt with Emily, it was just reading what was there. I mean, the transitions with Kareen were better for me. And the transitions in this book are phrases Mm -hmm. and words rather than the normal chapter one chapter two Mm -hmm. so that makes it a little bit different yeah and if you were reading this book you would probably pick that up much quicker but with audiobook it was like whoa Mm -hmm. new words just sprung out sprung out there yeah so you definitely got to pay attention with that so did you think that this book was too long too short or just the right length (laughs) well i definitely think kareen's was too long 12 hours for this book whoa Mm -hmm. emily's was 10 hours and it was about average i would say and i wasn't ever feeling like the material was running out and i was like all right get to the point however i do feel parts of the audiobook could have been cut to save some time yeah but it's okay because i I mean i didn't mind it i didn't mind exploring those different worlds a little bit right i agree i think that the book could have been shorter i think an hour or two could have been shaved off from the very beginning when Tally goes into New Pretty Town and has the conversation with Paris and everything. Oh, yeah. There was some establishment mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. useful materials there, but those items were again established after Tally had met Shay. Things Mm -hmm. like the parachute and And, stuff. And the tricks. Yeah, and the tricks. So I really think that the shock value of seeing Paris could have been saved for later when Paris does visit Tally again. Yeah, for me, the beginning part added nothing to the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And maybe I just overlooked it because I was fresh into the audiobook and not really a fan of either narrator at that point. Mm -hmm. But I really think that that could have been taken off. Mm -hmm. So how did you listen to the books? I listened to the books mostly at the gym. Mm -hmm. Again, I feel like the gym is where I go and I'm like, okay, I, I don't listen to the music at the gym. I listen to audiobooks. So when there's a particular audiobook that I don't necessarily want to listen to, I save it for the gym because I know I have to listen to it there. Mm-hmm. So I saved Uglies for the gym for most of it. And then eventually at probably probably at the halfway mark, 
I started listening to it at home when mm-hmm. I was doing my work and stuff because I had finally gotten some invested interest in it. Mm-hmm. How did you listen to it? You know, just driving to work. That was what was difficult because with my five to ten minute commute, I feel like I got enough information as we went on but when it started that was what was difficult was being introduced to the world in that Mm -hmm. short time but when i got into the book it was five ten minutes each chapter so that was really nice yeah so that was i was able to finish a chapter and then get out and then finish a chapter when i went home and then also i was doing dishes last night listening to this and kind of cleaning up the house before bedtime so it's a good listen when you're relaxing or doing chores or something like that once you get invested into the book, you don't need to be fully 100% concentrated on what's going on to catch everything. Yeah. And I really liked how the book was planned out. In the audiobook, there was part one, part two, and part three. There's three big sections of the book that were easy for me to follow. So I really liked that part. Yeah. Or that aspect of the audiobook. Mm-hmm. So would you listen to the audiobook again? No. Yeah. I gotta agree with you. I, I, I just... I'm ready for the other books. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see how they are produced and if Emily is any better in the other ones because I think they went ahead and re-recorded all of them with Emily. Yeah. And I would be interested only to find out what happens to Tally and David yeah. and Shay. Mm-hmm. But I, I would not listen to this audiobook or the series once I'm finished with it again. Yeah. I agree. I think that the concept was interesting and I think what they explained in the book was very interesting. They explained how the monoculture of uglies and pretties will one day fail and they explained why this is the way it is and how the the fall of society kind of affected the birth of this uglies and pretties world. Mm-hmm. And so I found that really interesting and I would love to just listen to the descriptions again. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I was so invested in Tally and Shay and and David mm-hmm. in order to relearn about them. Yeah. So I'm excited for the other stories as well. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for pretties and specials and, and extras and extras did you know that this series was only supposed to be a trilogy i had a feeling because extras is, it follows somebody different oh does it i didn't read the yeah. summary for it yet i'm pretty sure it follows somebody different hmm but yeah it's only supposed to be a trilogy and then they have extras yeah so we'll see so extra so extra all right well let's answer the big question i feel like people know by now <laughs> so would you shelf this or shove it i want okay before i answer the big giant question i mean i guess i will be answering it i want to shelf it i Mm -hmm. want to i want to so desperately because i want to complete the series and have the whole series on my shelf Mm -hmm. but i gotta shove it yeah the narrator's Both of them didn't do enough for me, even Mm -hmm. though I enjoyed Kareen a lot more. I think it was because we had the contrast of Emily. Exactly. If we didn't have the contrast of Emily's narration, I would shove Kareen's as well. Yeah. That's the hard part about this is because we don't have a favorite narrator out of both of these. Mm -hmm. And that is some scary shit. Yes. But we loved the story. Yes. So Scott Westerfield, you did a great job with writing yeah. and mapping this wonderful plot out. Mm-hmm. I would get the physical book, actually. I, yeah. And I actually read along, you know, fortunately, they have uglies for free if you download the PDF on Google. Uh-huh. And it's free on there. And I put it on my 
on my iBooks and I was reading along with the story. Oh, yeah. Because I was enjoying following along with that. Yeah. That's awesome. So that concludes our episode on uglies. Uglies. So please follow us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and like us on Facebook because you never know what updates we may have. Mm-hmm. And please subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, and Google Music. And you should really be going to our website right now because, one, you can sign up for the free trial of Audible through our affiliate link and get two free books. So if your friend's birthday is coming up or past like brats, (laughs) you can get them a free book but tell them that it costs uh, the actual money. Yeah, exactly. They don't got to know. Just go on our website and hit that link. Yes. And also check out the new features that we have on our website. We have a search box now and we have a bunch of new recommendations for each episode. So if you like a particular book that we review, you can get a nice little list of Mm -hmm. other material that you might like. Yeah. And if you love one of our episodes, like you absolutely love it and you just want to show all of your friends... You can actually download the episode. That's a new feature that our producer and website designer, Brittany's husband, Sean, has created for us. He's a wizard. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. And we hope to see you on our next episode. Bye. Bye, Bye, Tally. Bye, Tally. Hi, David. I love you. And David's like, dude. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Hi, Bradley. Welcome to Audio Shelf. I'm the Munchkin Guild leader. Oh, I would get done... I'm surprised food doesn't, like, come tumbling out. Sometimes food comes tumbling in and I choke. (laughs) I really like my thighs. Shut up. I'm jealous of your claps. The uglies that want to be pretties. That don't want to be pretties. Wait. Say what now? What was that? Is that a street sleeper? We're going to talk about uglies. More enthusiasm. Narrated by shit. What was that? I really don't know. It's kind of like a lawnmower meets a lawn blower. But it's raining. Kareen Mabatron's audiobook was... <laughs> Just say Kareen. <laughs> Why you gotta throw the French in? Why do you have such just, good hands? It's just like my fingers into palm. My fingers into palm. Is Sean vacuuming? Is he like cleaning? No, that's a bus. Oh, stupid students. Oh, God. God. Don't make a YouTube video and be famous and not like go to school. Right? That's well, must bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a tornado. Go to stop. Oh, there it is. Okay. Torn until they got to a part. I was torn between. Oh, shit. I don't know what you're trying to say right now. What's that word? Terrain. She was a hilly terrain. Sorry, I was burping and then it stopped. Oh my god. <laughs> That's an ugly Wizard. Yes. <laughs>
gulps. <laughs>